Hello, everybody. How is everyone doing today? I am so sad, excited that you tune in today. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Green, and I'm so excited that you're here tonight joining us for another episode of Wisdom Tips. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here to dive into a profound, transformable power of wisdom, and I'm excited that you're here today. We're going to be embarking on a journey today of having wisdom to help you overcome rejection. Have you ever been rejected before? I know I have. So stay tuned with us as I drop pearls of true wisdom, giving you the tools that you need to live a victorious life. So why don't you go ahead and just share, 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 get a friend. I know somebody's going to want to hear this because we've all been rejected. And you're going to be very excited at the end of this broadcast because you're going to realize that you're not the only one that has ever felt rejected. So again, go ahead and share or tell somebody that Wisdom Tips is on and you don't want to miss this episode. We're going to be discussing the process of overcoming the spirit of rejection and to explore a little bit of what's inside of our hearts and our mind to make us feel like that we're re rejected. You know, and we're going to learn how to involve as we learn to live our best life and learning these these tips that I'm going to show you. We're going to learn how to live our best life and not get so overwhelmed when we're feeling rejected or feeling like somebody has slighted us, as we often say. So, you know, did you know if we continue to persevere and keep practicing how we can just be uh, calm when we feel like we're rejected, how we can just overcome when we're feeling rejected and even be totally healed. You can totally heal yourself from those type of emotions by, you know, healing those inner most beings that's inside of us, our heart, our mind, our soul, and what we've thought about, it. even what we grew up on. You know, sometimes you probably got rejected when we was young and never, never forgot it. So I just want you to sit back and listen today because you can be set free from this ugly spirit, as I call it, of rejection. You know, having been a Christian for over, uh, for many, many years, over 40 years, actually. Yeah, I know I'm telling my age. And I've also been a Christian counselor for over 25 years. And I have come to the conclusion that rejection is one of the greatest undiagnosed, untreated spirit in the church. Because a lot of people have gotten offended in the church by different things. And, and a lot of times that spirit come when it was even into infancy, but they always feel like they're being slighted. And that's the enemy. As you know, I talked about last year, the bait of Satan. It's a bait of Satan that tries to get us all upset and frustrated when we feel like we're being slighted, as we call it. But actually, it's 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 a it's a spirit of of rejection. And uh, if you just stay with me a little bit longer, we're going to show you some things and, and some examples of why uh, we even become rejected. So stay tuned and please share with a friend. You know what? All of us uh, want to be loved. It's, I don't think there's nobody out there never want to be loved, didn't want somebody to love them or take care of them. As a matter of fact, God created us with a desire to be loved. God is love. It's all through the scripture. He tries to teach us how to love, have that agape love, just like he did. You know, and I want, you know, we all want to be loved, whether it's want to be loved by our families, want to be loved by our friends, co-workers, uh, church people that we go to church with. Uh, you know, we all want to be loved. Even, even in relationships, we want to be loved. We want to be uh, 
desired. We want to be uh, a person that feels good about itself and feel like everybody else loves us. And, and we don't want to be rejected. Let's just let's just put it out there. Nobody wants to be rejected. But, you know, sometimes we're going to go through rejection. Even Jesus, he was rejected. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in, in, the, in this broadcast that we're going to be talking about. So if you don't get love, you will either accept rejection or you will accept the manifestation of rejection. Now, what does that mean? That basically means if you don't have love and you don't feel love and you feel like you're being rejected, then it's going to manifest other things that's in your mind and in your spirit and in your body. The enemy will use two, two of these spirits to open up a door for demons to come in into our lives. Because when you're angry and upset and you feel like you're rejected, then other demons can come in. If you have that bitterness and that anger that we talked about on last week, then that enemy will come in and all kind of demonic oppression will come upon us uh, to the point that sometimes we'll be so overwhelmed. We don't even know what's going on. We, you know, we feel like we're depressed. We may feel like we we have an anxiety attack. All of that can come from being rejected. And you may not even have depression. You may not even have uh, anxiety. Now, I know some of you out there are saying, that, look, I don't know what she's talking about. I've had anxiety before or I have been diagnosed with depression. Well, I'm not here to diagnose anybody, but I do know that most mental illnesses come from rejection. And it comes from bitterness, anger, and unforgiveness. So just, just stay with me a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about it, and you're going to see where I'm going tonight. A person can express uh, being rejected in several different ways. Uh, sometimes people suffer rejection early in their life, you know, in the fetus and the mother's wombs through, 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 you know, her, as she carried the baby, maybe something happened to her. Maybe uh, she was raped. Uh, maybe she didn't want to have the child. Maybe she had a legitimate child, illegitimate child. And all of those type of things sometimes can make a woman that's pregnant not even want the child. So the fetus feels that rejection even inside the womb. It feels like it's been abandoned, you know, and, and even sometimes even the birth orders of children sometimes can cause rejection. One child is favored of the other. And have you ever been there? Have you ever heard about that? Have you ever seen that? And sometimes kids that have been adopted feel rejected because their parents gave them away for one reason or another. So no matter how wonderful uh, parents they, that they have got, they've got the people that have adopted them, they're going to always be, be having that hole in their heart for their real mother, their real father. So they're going to feel rejected. Why did they give me up? Why did they give them, give, give me away to somebody else? Why they didn't love me? You know, why I don't know my father? Why I don't know knew my mother? So it's a lot of kids that's, that have been adopted. You know, you've seen it probably in stories on TV, in the newspaper, how sometime after the parents have raised them up, you know, the foster parents or the parents that have adopted them, they want to know where did I come from? Where is my mom? What is their name? What is my father's name? Do I have brothers and sisters? It's a lot of different things that they will ask because they're feeling what? Rejected. So when children are born under their circumstances, then they're going to feel like nobody loves them. No matter how much love you give them, how many clothes you buy them, what kind of car you buy them, they're going to always have that hole in their hearts. And it comes from the enemy because when that happens, they, be, they, be, they become bitter, angry, and they, they, they internalize these things. And no matter what somebody does to form, it's still going to be that little hole. So the circumstances surrounding children like that and pregnant women that don't want their kids, that have an attitude that 
she don't want to have nothing to do with the unborn. You know, I've, I've, I've counseled women like that, get pregnant. Some of them are married. Some of them may not be married, but it really impacts their emotions because they feel like, you know, I was in school. I was getting ready to graduate. I was getting ready, you know, get a corporate job. And then my life was moving forward. Now I'm pregnant. The fetus actually feels that rejection that the mother didn't want the fetus. So when a child is born for some kind of way, the child can never be satisfied. It's because when that mother was, was carrying that child, she actually did not want to have the child and the child felt it. Another way you could be rejected is from cultural backgrounds, you know, being from different nationalities and living in different countries. There is a very, very stronghold of rejection when it comes to your bloodline, depending on where you came from and who you are aligned with. You don't have to do anything wrong to be rejected by people. Some people also are just going to reject about the color of your skin, by where you came from, how you smell, how intelligent you are, how maybe not so intelligent you are. Some people are just going to not like you. You know, the color of your skin, like I said, can cause rejection. But it opens up the door for many demons when we let stuff like that bother us. And Jesus himself was rejected as well. And God wants to deliver us from that ugly spirit of rejection. And if you read in the Bible, you'll see a lot of uh, people in the Bible that was rejected, was, was rejected. And we don't have time to go over all of them, but I'm going to talk about just a few of them. Let's look at Elijah. He was rejected. As a, as a result, many people didn't like him, you know, the, the, that, that he was aligned himself with, his tribe. They didn't like him. And, and, you know, he felt the spirit of rejection, you know. So he also, you know, felt like the Lord didn't love him. I can imagine because of some things that he did, you know, Elijah, he, he sold. No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Elijah. It's Esau. Esau sold his birthright for some food. And because of that, the people didn't want to have nothing else to do with them. Let me go back now. Esau, all right. I made a mistake. But they didn't want to have anything to do with him because he sold his birthright. So for you to know that afterwards, when, when, when we seen how they treated him, we see a scripture, scripture here in Hebrew chapter 12, and uh, 16 through 17. Let me see if I can get it. Yeah. It says that he sold himself for his birthright. It says, for you know that afterwards when he wanted to be inherited, did he, when he wanted inheritance, the blessings, and when he wanted to inherit the blessings, he was rejected for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Have you ever cried because she was rejected? Well, that's how Esau felt. He felt like nobody wanted to be around him and he cried, although he sought for approval, approval didn't come. And even the Jewish people, you know, they would carry a very strong rejection because they were rejected, was rejected. And you know, all the things that happened to them, how, how many was killed and, and annihilated and stuff like that. So they can feel rejection because of what they came from and from what their ancestors came from. Rejection and racism, prejudice, they, they felt all of that stuff, including the, the, the black community have felt some of the same things from rejection and racism and, and prejudice 
black people can be, you know, have a spirit of rejection from their ancestors and feel it when they grow up. A book I read from John R. Hark, and uh, he had a book called God's Covenant. And he talked a little bit in his Bible, I mean, in his books, rather, about rejection. And it's a very good book. So I would say, go go try to find the book, because if you're dealing with rejection, he can. it's, it's got a lot of information that can really, really sit you free. And that's why I wanted to talk about it tonight, because I realized as I was counseling people over the years, so many people at the end of the day, when they told all the stories and everything that happened to them, it was actually a spirit of rejection and they just needed to get deliverance from them. Even unhappy parents who argue a lot and fight and won't talk to each other, they may speak to the children, don't speak to the parents. I mean, they may speak to the children, not speak to the spouse. Where the, when the researcher says that children feel guilty and responsible for the parents not getting along because the father, the mother speaks and communicate with them, but they don't communicate with each other. So that can also make a child feel rejected. Also, another way that some people get rejected when they have problems with their speech, they have difficulty speaking. They may stutter, stammer, have an, and maybe have a problem with pronoun, pronouncing certain words. They can feel guilty because they can be bullied in school and feel like, you know, everybody is picking at them because they couldn't pronounce a word. So they can feel rejected. The next one is children can, that are pampered and spoiled and it's always getting everything that they want to get. They can feel rejected when they go out into the world and feel like that that uh, don't nobody really care about them like mom and dad did. And just because you were spoiled and mom and dad spoiled you deaf and pampered you and you had everything that you wanted. We found, you found out when you go to college, you go to school, you, you get a job, that you're not going to be pampered like that. So those type of children feel rejected. Being born with a deformity or physical disability can also make a person feel rejected because people frown upon them, look at them like they're nothing and uh, it makes them feel bad. And so that can make a person feel rejected. A sudden drop in family standards, like maybe your parents was was well-to-do, your father had a great job, and all of a sudden they were, your father lost his job, then it was bankruptcy, and the breadwinner could no longer take care of the family. Then the family feels rejected. Okay, uh, being deserted. Say if you were married for a long time, you was deserted, and your, your spouse, you know, uh, divorce you and left you for another woman that was younger than you, then that wife may feel rejected. So, so many ways that we can feel rejected, dear hearts, but I want you to know that there is a healer. God can heal you no matter what emotion that you're feeling. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. God loves you no matter how you look, where you are, what you're experiencing, what you're going through. God will deliver you because he has given us authority to deliver ourselves. We just got to use that power, stir up that gift of God that's within us. Well, dear hearts, it's time for us to go to break. But when we return, we're going to share with you the wisdom tips for the day. So stay with us and we'll be right back right after the commercial. God bless you.
Greetings to my IOP family. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, your moderator, Elder Willie Hines, your visionary for IOP Conference. And we're looking forward to having you join us in Spartanburg, South Carolina, the week of September the 28th through the 30th. We have outlined for you great speakers to come to be a blessing to you as you come to experience what we believe will be a God move at a God time and season. We're looking forward to having you join us again September the 28th. Mark your calendars now. And we're going to be blessed with phenomenal speakers from around the globe. On Thursday, we're looking forward to having the awesome, powerful woman of God in the person of Pastor T. Renee Glenn from Welford, South Carolina. And then on Friday, we're looking forward to having with us Bishop S.Y. Younger will be our keynote speaker on Friday night. On Saturday during the day, we'll have a morning speaker as well. Dr. E. Lorraine Langham will be our keynote speaker on Saturday, along with many other daytime speakers that will be with us during this great conference. So we're looking forward to having you come to be a part. You don't want to miss it. Encourage your friends and your families to take part now to be with us and register with us at this conference, September the 28th through the 30th in Spartanburg, South Carolina. We're looking forward to seeing you in the great city. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we've been discussing wisdom to overcome the spirit of rejection. Go ahead. Why don't you share and let somebody know that we're on. We're getting ready to give the wisdom tips. And I know that, that you're going to be really blessed about these tips, knowing that you don't have to stay in the place that you're in. The father wants to put you back together again. So go ahead and get rid of that, that re rejection and don't let nobody uh, reject. If they reject you, don't get discouraged. You just keep on going, lift up your head and know that God will deliver you. You just have to take authority and tell that devil, not the day devil, not today. God is going to deliver me from what I'm feeling. All right. Tip number tip one. You need to continue to seek wisdom and knowledge and revelation. Through wisdom and knowledge and, and righteousness, we will be delivered. According to Proverbs chapter 11 and 9, wisdom and knowledge can literally deliver you. Demons do not want you to be delivered. He doesn't want you to have wisdom. He doesn't want you to have knowledge and deliverance. But I'm telling you, if you take authority, they the demons got to go. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 6 and 2, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and what? Against uh, powers, against darkness. Um, we, let me read that again. For we are we for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world. And that's Ephesians chapter 6 and 10. Tip number two, learn from the rejection of Jesus Christ. You know, I told you earlier that Jesus got was rejected. He was rejected on the cross. 
Jesus was rejected so that we could be delivered from rejection. So Jesus and I already been to the cross for you. So you've already been free because he's he set us free. Whom the son set free is free indeed. In Isaiah chapter 53 and 3, it tells us that he was despised and rejected of men. He was rejected by the high priest and the Pharisees. Jesus took upon himself our rejection so that he could deliver us from rejection. Oh, somebody ought to shout right there. Hallelujah. I'm getting happy in my sanctified soul just to know that I don't have to suffer no more when I'm going through that spirit. All I have to do is ask God, take authority that God has given me, and I don't have to fight in the battle because the battle belongs to the Lord, right? We don't have to suffer battles. We don't have to fight. We give them to the Lord. Amen? Tip number three, pray daily. Pray daily. Praying daily prayers is the most powerful weapon that we can have to fight against rejection and anything else that the devil does to come upon us. Prayer brings us into the presence of God. Prayer opens up the spirit to hear what God is saying. It opens up the spirit so we can trust and accept the word of God because he would do it. Prayer would build us up and would build that inner man. Remember I talked about that earlier. That inner man can be healed. Psalms 144 and 1 tells us prayer, if we pray, it should, we could we should pray consistently prayers over our lives so that we may be able to fight against the spiritual oppression that comes against our life. It says, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands to war. And my finger for battle. God will give you the strategies to gain victory over that rejection. Let me say that again. God has trained these hands and our fingers. Hallelujah. So I believe he trained our hands and fingers so we can lift them up, lift them up with our hands and our fingers and begin to give him praise for what he's about to do to Oh, my God, shout out about what he's about to do to us or for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to get excited tonight. Tip, tip number four, let God anoint you. If you are saved, baptized, and filled with the Holy Ghost, you are God's anointed. So lift up your head. What you crying about? Because you somebody done hurt your feelings and you're feeling rejected. Lift up your head. You are God's anointed. When you are anointed by God, God will help you fight the enemy. Every attack that the enemy brings upon you, God will give you great deliverance because you are God's anointed. Hallelujah. This says when this is what he's basically saying is, I want you to say this instead of God saying it because the word is already true. But I want you to say when you are being under attack, I want you to say, I am God's anointed and he will give me great deliverance. Can you say that? I am God's anointed and he will give me great deliverance. Somebody ought to put it in the chat. God will do it. He will give us mercy and victory over the enemy. Oh, somebody ought to be getting excited tonight. I'm talking good. These are some good wisdom tips. You better go ahead and practice some of this stuff. It's going to work for you. Stop crying. We got no time for tears and fears. Hallelujah. We're going to let God do it. We're going to let God do it. And we're going to proclaim that he will do it because he has given us authority to do it. And he has anointed us and he's going to take care of his anointing. Tip number five, recognize 
that perseverance is key. You got to keep pressing. Do not stop till you win. Somebody ought to put that in the chat. Do not stop till you win. Perseverance is being a person who is persistent in warfare. Dear hearts, you got to be persistent. You got to realize, I often say, we got to be dressed, equipped, and ready for battle. And how do you do that? You got to get dressed and equipped every day. Like when you like when you get up in the morning, you get dressed for work or wherever you're going, well, you need to get dressed in the spiritual realm because we're fighting a war. Be dressed, equipped, and ready for battle. God will work it out in your favor. And do not stop until you win. Perseverance is being persistent. Persistent in what? Warfare, because it's a war. Do not stop until the spirit of rejection is gone from your life. Through that, you know, do not stop praying and keep praying and praying to God all the time. Take authority over that stuff when you're sick. And don't stop praying until it's gone, till that sickness is gone, till that fear is gone, till that rejection is gone. Whatever's going on in your life, to that poverty that you're feeling is gone. Because God is God belongs to us and this world belongs to him and a cattle on the thousand hills belong to God and money in the banks belong to God so if you feel like you don't have no money right now turn that thing around and you start giving and God will give back to you good man to press down and shake together what other men's given to your bosom amen you got to take authority on this word it works so you know rejection will have to go it's got to stop whatever witchcraft whether sickness poverty whatever it is you take authority and you don't quit until you see yourself winning, all right? So whatever is attacking you today in life, do not retreat until it is completely destroyed by the power of God. In my closing, I want to encourage you. Don't come down off the wall. Fight every battle. Keep your war clothes on. Keep a prayer life. Be encouraged. Because God is not through with you yet. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Wisdom Tips, you guys. Join me again every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on CTR Media Network, YouTube, and also Facebook. I'm Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts as well. And be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And we will be glad and excited when you do that because it makes us be able to get other people coming in so we can be able to monetize uh, with some tip show. Amen. I thank God that you all have been such a, a wonderful group of people tuning in every week to wisdom tips. You have encouraged me to keep going and I really, really appreciate it. And remember, you know, we ain't got no time to what tears and fears. Why? Because it's time to what survive and thrive. Jesus told us in his word, like we always say before we close out, remember, wisdom is the principal thing. And all that get and get understanding so you can live a victorious life. Goodbye, everyone. Love you. See you next week.